In today's episode, we'll be discussing The Harder They Fall, directed by Jamie Samuel, starring Jonathan Majors as Nat Love, Idris Elba as Rufus Buck, Zazie Beetz as Stagecoach Mary, Regina King as Trudy Smith, Delroy Lindo as Bass Reeves, Lakeith Stanfield as Cherokee Bill, RJ Seiler as Jim Beckworth, Danielle Deadweiler as Cuffy, Eddie Gathagy as Bill Pickett, Dion Cole as Wiley Eskew. The film was released on October 22, 2021. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Hit it, brother. Hey, Kendrick. We're here with uh, The Harder They Fall. Man, a pretty much all-black cast Western. Right. Yeah. It, when the trailer came out, like, I had never heard of this. Like, we were looking through movies for watching yeah. this week with Dune, and I stumbled into it, and I was like, oh, what the hell is this? And we watched the trailer. Like, anytime I see a Western, like, I've, I preach this. Westerns are making Coming a comeback. Coming back. Right? Yep. They're making a comeback. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, damn, that is a interesting western right and because right. in the trailer is mostly black cast so i'm mm-hmm. like cool great I, i'm in let's watch it jonathan majors idris elba regina king's as he beats like cool right fantastic i was not prepared for a constant black like i didn't even notice until about halfway in the movie and i'm like damn i haven't seen a white person in this movie really at all like it, it just like, it clicked in my brain all of a sudden you know it was uh here's here's the funny part about it it's like you know as as a black man, right. I go, okay, this is pretty much normal. Sometimes you don't see black people in movies right, or shows yeah. for, well, you know, ever. It didn't even but, dawn on me until, yeah. like, halfway in, then they're like, oh, we need to go to a white town. Well, <laughs> you had the cavalry guys, too. Right. The, the but regiment, that was such that a was very such a small, small part. part of the yeah. movie, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, we gotta go to a white town. I'm like, ah, okay, it's that kind of movie. Yes. Right? All, at that it. point, all that popped in my head are, where are the white women at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, even back then, you know, there were towns where I, I at first I was like, oh, man, is this really plausible? You know, right. But there were all black towns at time. You know, were there in different places? Yeah. OK, cool. Black I like I didn't realize that. I thought uh, the movie was just playing because like at the beginning of the movie, it says the the events of this movie are fictional. Well, yeah. But based off real people. Real people. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, now the town of, you know, red, red. Redwood, Redwood, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It was a fictional town, right? But you know, they had uh, towns like Nicodemus. Uh, you know, even as far as you know, the Tulsa incidences and stuff like that. They had you know big parts of certain towns that were you know black and black owned, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, as far as like you know, many of them thriving and stuff like that. There wasn't that that many. There were more like settlements and things right. like that. Well, there so, was there was only but, two black towns you really visited in this movie. Yeah. But yeah. I will say like the favorite my favorite part of this movie, right, was the production design of it. Cuz like oh, when yeah. you went to the towns, they were so colorful and vibrant and mm-hmm. like very bright colors and you're just like, "Damn, that looks really good." Like Right. And then 
you go to the white town <laughs> it's and it's white. Ma- it's called mayfield it's and you see colorless it, it's literally the sand literally. is white the buildings are white there's colors it's, on the doors it's albino <laughs> yeah it's pure white and then it says mayfield in parentheses below it's a white town and yeah. i fucking lost i was crack. so i went to opening night yeah, right okay. first showing thursday night when i bought my ticket I was the only person in that theater. Right. So I'm thinking, yes, I'm going to have the theater myself. This is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. About 10, 15 minutes into the movie, two, a couple shows up. Right. And they didn't see me when they walked in. So I was on the top row. They were like in the middle row. Right, right. So they didn't even see me. So they were sitting down and they started talking. And I'm like, shit. Like, they showed up late. They don't think anybody's in here. I hope they don't talk through this whole movie. Right. I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, this is going to suck because I really try to avoid conflict where I can because I know my temper and mm-hmm. I, I just I don't need to get engaged in that kind of nonsense. Right. So they're going back and forth and about they go on for a good 15 minutes. Right. I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, this is going to suck. This is really going to take away from this movie for me. Right. right. And then all of a sudden, I guess the guy goes, hey, let's be quiet. We don't know if anybody else is in here. And the girl goes. There ain't no other motherfuckers in here. And I was like, yep, now's my time to shine. So I was like, oh, God, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of shining. Instant quiet. How did these people not see you in the theater? I, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm at the you, top row, right? And those partitions are higher up than they used to be. For those who don't know. Oh, I'm white as fuck. Kendrick is white as fuck. Yeah. He, he kind of belonged in Mayfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd have fit in perfectly there. <laughs> no. yes. I, call him, I call him Eric the Red for a reason. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, man, that's funny as yeah, hell. I was dying. Same thing with with me. I came in a little bit late. I was right. I saw the got the Batman trailer. Yes, which is cool. Right. Um, but came in a tiny bit late, and there were people already there. Oh, okay. but the people, but the guys that were there were just cracking up. They were having a See, great time. I was having a great time. I was the only know. one laughing in the theater. Oh, my god! So gosh. it was me and those yeah. two other people, right? People. And I didn't know until the end, but it was a black couple. And yeah. So I, like every joke they were making, was I was losing my shit over. I was giggling like a hyena. Yeah. And then the, the It's a White Town part came up, and I yeah. fucking lost it. <laughs> I was the only person laughing. I'm like, I, mean, I cannot like, be the only person be finding this funny. In this yes. movie. I mean, it was hilarious, man. They had some really good comedic timing and good uh, punches in well, this. I was not prepared for it to be as much of a comedy as it was. I wasn't either. So, I wasn't either. Because the interaction between uh, the uh, guy who was the quick draw. not, not R.J. Siler. Yeah, R.J. Yeah. Siler. <laughs> His cohort were, was hilarious, man. So it was R.J. Siler and... Um, uh, what was his name? He was in uh, X Men First Class. Oh, it was Eddie Gaffney. Yeah. Gaffney. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were. In, yeah. He was in X Men First Class. Yes, he was uh, Darwin. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yes. I remember. And R J Siler had been in Power Rangers. He played Billy. That's right. Yeah, he did. He also played in White yeah. Boy Rick, but he had a not very a very big part, part in that, yeah, which was surprising because he was in a lot of the trailers. Yeah, uh, paid Jim Beckworth and uh, Bill Pickett respectively right but yeah their interaction was crazy i I was genuinely (laughs) surprised at all the interactions yeah and like everything was played perfectly right there wasn't a bad character in sight no the bad guys uh, were fantastic the the what you got the cast is insane oh jonathan majors jonathan majors you got idris alba Dion cole i mean you know i figured Dion cole would play a funny part because he's a hell of a comedian right yeah anyway but you know regina king uh, Zazie Beats, Lakeith Stanfield. I mean, you know, Delroy Lindu. Oh, just, dude, when he uh, showed up, man. I was like, oh, shit's about to go down. Yeah. Anytime he shows up in like, a movie, 
We're in yeah, for some fucking seriously. brutalness. LeBron's dad is getting down over there. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, it looks like LeBron's dad. Yeah, he really does. You're right. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, sports people's dads, you know what trailer I saw when I went and saw Dune this morning? What? King Richard. I hadn't seen oh, the trailer yeah. yet. You hadn't seen it? No, that looks oh, fantastic. That is gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's definitely that going to be awesome. Yeah. He seems like he, they're going to do a very good job with that movie. That looks amazing. Will Smith looks wow, like he's. Th- that's Will Smith. Anytime game. he does an emotional movie like that, yeah, I'm prepared to cry. Like, like I'm yeah, just yeah, hey, here. We gonna go. Be, it's going to be touching. Yeah, it's going to be gonna great. Be really good. But yeah, no the 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 cast in this movie was amazing. Right. Yeah. The action was fucking brutal oh, at awesome. times. Yeah. Yeah. When it she, was, when Regina King got that train to stop, ooh, and that that conductor came up and he was starting to say, say something, like you knitting. She bam. shot him right in the head, and he, like, <laughs> Keith Steinfeld comes up and goes, Man. he was about to say Nick and poop. We ain't no Nick and poop. <laughs> yeah, I don't like anyone, any word that starts with an yeah, N. Exactly. <laughs> Anybody that starts, any word that starts with an N, I'm shooting somebody. I'm like, I oh like how gosh. he came back and said uh, he oh, was about to say Nick and poop. I was like. Are we, are we certain? I'm a little confused because yeah. I, I heard I heard something else started coming out. Of out of <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, he deserved that bullet, but whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But yeah, the whole interaction on the train and and having you know basically Lakeith Stanfield play that straight character. Yeah, you know his in this his voice. Fuck, is it sultry? Like he's yeah, got that good. calm, quiet, right. slow going tone the whole time. Right, and it's just like, God damn, like he can talk. Uh, when he played in Sorry to Bother You. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Yeah. Crazy ass movie. Right. I really just. Oh, I've read the plot. Like off the rails crazy. I love the fact Somebody that David Cross. did <laughs> when they made that movie. I love the fact that David Cross does his white voice. That cracks yeah. my shit up to know <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. But. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was a well done, well directed yep. and well put together movie. I mean. With the cast, yeah, you'd have a hard time not doing well. Well, and I think they had a lot of fun on it because you can kind of oh, tell yeah. like their their interactions with each other and their chemistry, Heck yeah, was amazing. Like even Jonathan Majors and Zazie Beetz's like romantic chemistry, yeah, played that really well, really, good. really, really yeah, good. But what good blew time. my mind was the director. Um, I just told you his name. What was his Bullets. name? Bullets. The Bullets. Well, yeah, he so yeah. This is, he was a musical artist. He in, still uh, is. Yeah, yeah, in like London, right? Is yes. where he's prominent. He's a, he's a British guy. Yeah, uh, Jaime Samuel. Yeah, is that how you say his name? James, I think it's James. Jamie Simon. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he. This is his first feature length film. Yeah, which is yeah. fucking which is really nuts. crazy. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of short films because two. His, according to, he did like Jay Z Legacy and something. Well, else. Well, with his musical releases too, his he did music videos. He do, yeah, he does okay. a lot of like, sh- but short film music videos. Yeah, but you know even I mean? still, like it's going from that to this, yeah. it's fucking insane. It's not the same. No, because exactly. this this looks like. You know what it felt like at times to me? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Django Unchained. Right? It did. A it very really brutal, violent Western yeah. with some cool, like, it was a point to the uh, point in this movie where there was too much music going on at a time. Um, I, I, you know, you told me that yesterday. I was like, going, okay, maybe it's a little overdone. But then yeah. I was like, going, okay, I, it's not too much for the, the, I would say the hip hop genre type, right. uh, even type Western because, Posse, um, what's his name? Ah, damn it! What? Uh, what were we looking for here? Posse was done a while back ago uh, with Mario Van Peoples directed it. Okay, okay. He uh, it was an 
all black, pretty much all black cast okay. of a Western. Uh, it was, I think it was done in uh, like 96 or something like that. Okay. Never Somewhere seen it there. Yeah. Uh, Big Daddy Kane and all these other okay. people in it. Um, and it it was the same way. Right. Um, like you said, with uh, t- Quentin Tarantino's right. movies are the same, kind of the same way. He puts um, unique music in his yes, movies to begin with, exactly. but definitely in that one too. Exactly. He's, uh, you know... He he. They did an interview with him, and he was like, you know, I'd listen to the music first, right, and then I'd say, okay, this is what I want to go go in and build the scene off of, kind of. Right. It's kind of weird backwards, but getting back to this one, yeah, I expected that because you know, Jay Z produced it. Yeah, uh, you know, this guy is real big with music, you know, obviously with music, and all that. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was a long. I knew what to expect. Well, I, I kind of yeah. warned you before you went and saw it, too. I was like, there's well, yeah. going to be a lot of... Like, there was scenes, like, that didn't necessarily need it for me. Right. That they started playing it on, like... Uh, even even at that, though, I thought it was like, okay, I knew with it being that ma- mainly right. you know, black cast in this movie, done by, you know, produced and directed... It you was know, just unique vein. for me because I've yeah. never really seen a Western where it was, like, constant modern music right, playing. Right. And I was like, okay, like, you're kind of... For me, it almost broke the world building at that point because you're in the western world and you constantly have hip-hop music playing here which it was good music i enjoyed right, it like right. i was tapping my foot to most and of most it. of it and a lot of it was you know jimmy cliff right which was you know kind of an older music you know it's reggae i, I like from, i like the wave of the hand like we're we're going in the fucking yeah. past here yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know i i thought it fit right I mean, for me i thought it fit no so. it fit it just like at times it was just like borderline too, too, too much, much for me. Okay. Like, I'm used to Westerns just having, like, this is probably, like, top five, six Westerns for me now, mm-hmm. just because it was so unique to me. Right, right. But when I think of Westerns, I think of 310 to Yuma, A Fistful of Dollars. Gotcha. You know, stuff like that. Some of the old Quinn Eastwood movies. Gotcha. Um, open Range, shit like that, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I can, so I can see that. So this was definitely a unique take on Westerns, and I enjoyed it for what it was. But it was just a little disorienting at first because I wasn't prepared for it to be the comedy that it was. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, the atmosphere it was like right. everything about it just kind of took me off guard. The only thing I knew going in was it was a Western, predominantly black cast. Cool. I'm right. in. Right. And then I start watching. I'm like, holy fuck, this is an entirely different beast different, than I was yeah. prepared for. And it, and it fell into the vein. It wasn't quite, you know, like Quentin Tarantino's. It wasn't like, you know, the Hateful Eight and like we said, Django. Right. Stuff like that. It was different enough to where it was okay yeah it's its own thing right it was you could see some influences but you know it was his own thing so i really like how the all the characters were based off you know historical figures yeah and they took them all in their own different direction so you didn't know what the fuck was going to happen like i read up afterwards that some of these characters lived very long lives for the time yeah but got domed in the fucking movie and i was just like oh shit like (laughs) that would have caught me off by surprise if i would have known my history but knowing Knowing how movies operate, I'm like, yeah, this dude's about to die. It needed to fit. Yeah. yeah it needed to do <laughs> these things needed to happen, which was cool. Right. Because, I mean, it was, it wasn't everybody riding off into the sunset, man. No, it was, no, definitely. <laughs> poor, <laughs> get the fucking shot right through the face. Oh, man. I was like, like, God, you're a dick. I told that dude. There's too, too many tricks. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why do people always take so, so long, long counting? counting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was just like, oh, we hate you. We right. just hate you. 
We this is another character for Lakeith that we hate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so like I liked him at first. I'm like, all right, he seems to he was smooth, yeah, slick. You know, well, I'm not gonna hurt him if you know you don't. If you do what I say, I'm not gonna hurt nobody mm-hmm. here. And then as the movie progressed, it's like, all right, we're showing the darker side of this character. Yeah, the, it, the real guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a douchebag. Yeah, exactly. Was, Who do you think would have won that shootout between R.G. Siler's character and Lakeith Stanfield if they would have actually did the shootout? The I way? think I think Siler would have won. Yeah, I think so, too, because he was think, fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think Lakeith was as good as he thought he was. No. You know, because, I mean. He's a cheater, yeah. Yeah, exactly. people in the back and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, stupid. It's crazy. I, I definitely liked uh, Cuffy. Yeah. Cuffy oh, was yeah. cool as shit. Damn tough. Funny. Yeah. She was, uh, uh, well, spoiler alert, it's a she. Well, you can, uh, I knew you that. You can tell. Yeah, you knew that you instantly, yeah. I mean, uh, but had the brass knuckles. <laughs> oh, dude, what Knock the shit out of that dude. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. The second I saw they say, I'm not giving up my gun. Like, saw it go for the knuckles. You're like, oh, dude. you're about to get fucked up. Here you go. There uh, goes your teeth, dude. No doubt. <laughs> Speaking of teeth, when, uh. Idris Elba beats the hell out of Dion Cole's character. You know, I don't like when oh Idris Elba plays a villain. Like, because I don't like hating on Idris Elba. Like, he's one of my favorites. But he was so But he was a great villain. Man. And when he whooped this shit on those gold teeth oh came out, and he's gosh. like, hey, boy, come get these teeth. You and your mama are rich now. I'm yeah. like, God damn. <laughs> I mean, ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. Just beat the shit he, out of him. Uh, Idris Elba plays uh, Buck. Yeah. Uh, Buck. Yeah. What was his first name? It was. Rufus Buck. Buck, yeah. Yeah, Rufus Buck. And uh, he's the big bad of the movie, of course. Yeah. You know, and he... Well, he kills Jonathan Majors, Nat Love's uh, dad and mom in front of him. Right. And then cuts across in his head in the movie. Yes. And it's just like the whole, like, fucking first 20 minutes is tense as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, that whole scene, maybe not 20 minutes, it was about 15 minutes. 15 minutes minutes of that, Yeah. yeah. It was just tense. I'm like, God damn. And then it... The script flipped, and we jumped forward in time, and it started to become like more comedic and stuff. And right. I was like, "Whoa, this is right. a tonal shift." Yeah, this was. movie was all over the place tonally, I will say, but it worked. Yeah, like there was some severe emotions, there was yeah. some severe angst, and there was pure comedy. comedy. At ton- exactly, points. it was good. Yes, and you know, I believe that you know that will spawn i mean this movie's gonna come out on netflix in about what november 3rd yeah november 3rd uh so i mean you get a chance to see it then but the sound quality in the big in the bigness of the scope of it yeah uh i think you ought to see it in the theater no you really, really should seriously this is, which was surprising because i was like because i went and saw this in dune on thursday night okay right? yeah so i was like well shit i could watch this on netflix i didn't realize that it wasn't coming out on netflix right away Oh, I right, thought they right. were coming out at the same time. Yeah, I did too. So I had to buy time until Dune was on at 945. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got time to kill. I'll just right. go see The Harder They Fall. Nothing wrong with seeing a Western theaters. No doubt. I'm glad I did. Yeah, Because it was definitely worse seeing in theaters. Like, anytime you get like a really good Western in theaters, you're in for a good ride. Because right. of the, just the gunshots oh, yeah, and the action. Man. And there's that was like one of the best last stands I've seen in a Western Ooh, in a while. Wee, man. It was like, you know, I'm like, okay, what? how are they going to do this? What are they going to pull off? Is it going to, you know, are you going to have to suspend your disbelief right. so much to where no. it's crazy? No, you didn't. No, it was I pretty mean, realistic was, in that yeah, sense. I love when nice. Delray Lindo brought his card up. Yeah. And he was like, come on, come, come talk on, to me over walk. here. Let's, let's talk come and walk. And 
cart fucking just boom everywhere. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> what the fuck was that? He said, the right arm. The guy said, I bet you my right arm. Yeah. <laughs> and I can beat you. <laughs> Is that his right arm or his left? left? <laughs> One of my favorite good. comedy bits was when uh, Cuffy had to change into the dress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and took off her pants in front of everybody. And RJ Siler goes, Oh, thank God. It's a close shave down there. Oh, like, I could have been the only one that was falling. Shave. Was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. He's like, I can't be the only one that was starting to fall for her. Glad it's a her, not a him. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, even though, nah. him, even though I thought it was him. Yeah. And then, you know, I can't be the only one. <laughs> nah, it was just you. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. I was kind of sad RJ Siler wasn't in it more, honestly. Like, the, the, yeah. those two, the duo. Yeah, I that, think they like, could have utilized him a bit more, too. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, they, they they split the movie pretty evenly between the bad guys and the good guys. Yeah. Like, Nat Love's group was an outlaw group, but they only robbed from robbers. Yeah, they only stole cool. from bank robbers. And, and stuff. <laughs> I like when Del Rey Lindo came in, because you're like, oh, he's going to go bust Nat. And that's kind of what he did, but it was right. all a ruse so they could go take down Buck together. Exactly. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I would love to see more of that, like, that world in their history and stuff like that because they're yeah. super interesting characters. Yeah, it was. And there's a lot of history that they allude to throughout the movie of the mm-hmm. group and what they've done together and stuff like right. that. And I'm like, damn, this would have been, like, yeah, that would have been good. To, I could have been just a little bit longer with some yeah. more stuff with the group and I would have enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. They hustled through certain stuff though, like yeah. Getting, I mean, they did they did exposition very well, but getting to where they're going to get Buck, right? They didn't like waste time. They just you know went uh, I... met up, went through you know what they were gonna do. Yeah, uh, Zazie beats did when got herself kidnapped. kidnapped. Yeah, that was stupid. That, <laughs> that was, was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> he just sat there. It just almost this. Yeah, I know you are. And you thought there's going to be, I don't believe in coincidence. You thought that showing up here with this crazy offer offer wasn't going to raise my <laughs> suspicions. See, you crazy. And then uh, Gina King hits her in the head with a shotgun. God damn. Wow. She was vicious, man. Oh, no, she, she was, was brutal. And I think, you know, we, we're seeing more of these movies where actors are still acting and They've been in the director's chair right. a lot too. Like her, uh, she's done a lot of directing as well. And um, Regina King, has? yeah, okay, yeah, Regina King has. And I think that lends itself to more of these movies. It just gets you better quality movies that these people can, you know, get a vi- you know, the director's going to have their vision. Yeah, they they put themselves in the director's hand, right? But I think the director in this, you know, especially these young directors respect these people enough to be able to say hey do you have any thoughts or do you you know right. how should this how do you think this scene should go or whatever just not you know just saying hey direct the movie right but you give know, your input yeah give yeah. your input so i think it's given uh, a lot more quality the best kind of these. movies come from just pure collaboration for the yeah. love of the movie and the art yes. itself and that's when the best stuff comes out i agree I mean, shit yet again i'm gonna go back to halloween look at what they did with the last one you know it was yeah. Freaking Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, who are comedic people, but collaborated for their love of Halloween and made one of the best Halloween movies that had ever been made, you know? Yeah, 2018? Yeah. 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 We, yeah I, you know, for the love of God, I'm not yeah, saying Halloween kills after the shit show I went through trying to argue with you over that one. 
Yeah, we'll Speaking of which, did you watch we'll it again? Leave that alone. I have not yet. I will. <sighs> okay. Don't worry. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, no, it it's always cool when you get you know these actors and stuff that have directed also right. come into these kind of movies and like, all right, I wonder what kind of input they played into oh, this, yeah. or if they just kind of took a step back and be like, man, this is your show. I'm here for your vision. Let's roll with it. See what happens. Or hey. Maybe we could try to do this. Let's see how this works. Right. I think you, I think both happen. I think right. you know they probably come on the set and say, "Hey, I know this is your show, blah blah blah." But it, you know, I'm here if you if you want to talk right. about anything, I'm here. So I I definitely like reading about directors' different directing style. Yeah. You know, like Nolan's very controlling over his mm-hmm. set because he's yes, like, he is. "This is exactly what I want." This is the vision. He yeah <laughs> he he is defined in his yes. vision, and you're fucking dead wrong if you're gonna come in and try to change his mind right because he goes into the whole process i mean he writes produces script directs everything he does so he goes in purely with his vision yeah and that's that like there is no choice i mean maybe it's the little tweaks the actors can make like my favorite one i read was in the dark knight right when batman gets on his cycle Mm -hmm. his cape folds up into a backpack on him Oh, okay. And it's like in the art book and everything that I have, yeah. the, the script and everything. Yes. You see him with the backpack, the cape folded up into his the back, on mm-hmm. his back. And while filming, Bale was like, you know, Chris, I really don't like this. I don't think this works. Why don't we just take a shot and see what happens with the cape flowing behind it? I think that would work more effectively. And then it's like, well, no shit. Obviously, that would be more effective. Yeah. Having the cape flow in the wind oh, is like the whole yeah. point of Batman driving the fucking bat cycle. yeah. Like... That's I mean, like that's one of the most iconic see. artworks yeah. in Batman history is yes. zooming on the bike and the cake cake boom in the yeah. background. Yeah, Most definitely. So, I mean, I, Nolan's not opposed to taking right. some stuff, but when it comes to the way the movie is structured and the vision of it, fuck that noise. Right. And then yeah. you got Tarantino who's just hey. like, look, man, this is it. We'll do this. Yeah. If you got some ad libs, we'll take them. Yeah. You know, one like, of my favorite things I ever watched on Tarantino was uh, when Django Chain came out mm-hmm. and everybody was like super offended at how many times the N word was thrown around in that yeah. movie. And he's like, why would you be offended? It's a movie during slavery times. Yeah. What do you like, think was seen? Obviously. Said? And Jackson's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, dummy. Like, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing is that, you know, uh, in Samuel L. Jackson, I think I saw part of that interview. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson was talking about how, you know, it was, he had to, he had to swallow and he, said he heard, got this phone call from, Quentin Tarantino said, hey, you want to play this? And he said, he sent me the script and everything. He said, oh, so you want me to play the most hated man, hated black man, you know, in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I do. He did <laughs> like, that okay. part amazingly, oh, too. It's, it, he, he, I mean, the three of, the four of them. Right. Christoph Waltz. Uh, DiCaprio. DiCaprio, Jamie Foxx, yep. and uh, Jackson. Jackson did such an excellent job playing off of each other yeah they did and with each other in that movie it's like yeah honestly you you wouldn't believe i mean like you said you know dicaprio got so much into the party cut his hand yeah he broke that glass and it cut his hand and he just rolled with it you know they yeah exactly just rolled with it and did the whole did the scene so i mean you know these are really true professional people and i think you know in this movie you have those type of folks in it yeah i mean those well, qual those the cast caliber. was stacked oh yeah i mean there ain't no two ways around that that like uh i was talking to one of my friends at work mm-hmm. and i told her i was like hey i went and saw this movie and she goes oh really i'm like yeah it has this person this person this person this person she goes what's it about and i told her and she goes 
Oh, I definitely have to go see that. For Regina oh, King yeah. alone, she yeah. had to go see it. Yeah. Like, she was oh, I, all over that. Yeah, Super Soul Sister would want to go see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super Soul Sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. I, I, I was laughing to myself after I got out of the movie. I was like, man, if Morgan Freeman and Denzel and uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker would have shown up, I'd be like, oh, God this dang, they got everybody in Hollywood. <laughs> what the heck? Is going on? <laughs> You're over here, like black people assemble. Yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> this is our movie. We got the Black Avengers over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. no, it was. I mean, Jonathan Majors is becoming such oh, a prominent dude. actor. Like I, when we talked about Loki, right? Right. Never had seen him before. I hadn't seen Lovecraft Country okay, or, yeah. you know, I, I looked up his filmography and stuff like that. I had never really seen him before. Right. Having seen him in Loki and this now, mm-hmm. dude, I'm so hyped anytime I think he's going to show up in a movie. Like, like, all right, Jonathan Majors in it? Fuck yeah. yeah, I'm ready. Let's roll. Yeah. It's, it's, he, he, like you said, he's grown into such a great presence on screen. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That the heavy spoilers next, obviously, but the the final scene between him, well, final scene together between him and Edris Elba, was fucking powerful. Oh, it was. Like you, like as we talked about, it's gone from like angst to a lot of comedy to some crazy ass shootouts to like the one of the most emotional scenes in a western yeah, I've seen in a while. No doubt, I was like, God damn! You find out that they were brothers. Yeah, I mean, a twist that you would have never seen with come. the story that Idris Elba was spinning, spinning? about his father, oh. and then how he came in and saw his father with a new woman and a ten year old son, and you're just like, yeah, like, oh, wait a second, fuck, like that's that was you, motherfucking hell, hey, that's, <laughs> you. that's you. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and it, you could tell the the. Jonathan Mayers played it so well because yeah. he had that that moment of hesitation and then realization that was like you oh. saw in his face like <laughs> it clicked. It's just can't. No, you're yeah. lying. You're lying. You're lying. Nat Buck. Your name yeah. is Nat Buck. Buck. I was oh like, oh fuck. Come on, get your revenge. Yeah, be a Buck. I'm amazed like, he actually oh ended up God. shooting him because I was I was I on was the fence fifty fifty. He oh, was either gonna was... blow him up or he's just gonna be like. Go, just go, right? I had the shred of hope. That yeah, he was, he was just gonna, gonna do go. It. Uh, okay, I get hey, it. You're yeah. my brother. Yeah, I get it. I'm not gonna do right. this. But he was like, nope. I, don't, I think if he wouldn't have shot Buck, mm-hmm. Buck probably would have still shot him. Think so? Yeah, I think so. Because Buck was still a bad dude. Like he did some gnarly he was shit. A I mean, bad, oh, the fucker he was, was in a train horrible. to Yuma. Like he was you don't horrible. just send people to Yuma that yeah. were just like, yeah, you're okay, fifty exactly. fifty. Yeah, he was a bad individual. Yeah, no, he was. <laughs> He was a badass. That dude, guy that questioned him in in the one oh. scene where he's like, "Hey, does anybody have anything to say?" Hey, man, you know we, we're not doing this. Yeah, you know <laughs> when he took oh, back over Redwood. What's, yeah, yeah. What's what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> James. It's like okay, Pop. James. It's like you're bad, wow, motherfucker. man. God, dude. I'm Mm-mm. telling you, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Like, it's not often that a western comes out and you're just like. Yeah, Buck. yeah, it was action packed and well. I think that's the beautiful story. thing about westerns having taken a hiatus for so long. You know, it, it's like, all right, how can we revolutionize westerns for a modern audience? Yeah, and it kind of started with Django. Like Django yeah, kind of brought it back so. to the forefront, and we've steadily gotten more as time goes on. Right. You know, uh, they were filming that movie Rust with the whole Alec Baldwin debacle. Okay, now, yeah, which is a yes. western. 
which that whole thing is crazy and i can't wait till they're done with the the investigation right because there's so many gnarly reports coming out of that whole thing like the prop master like the weapons master on set didn't even feel comfortable taking on that kind of job. She didn't know if she could handle it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah fucking Mercy. clearly. Yeah. Oh, Problems now. dude. So, like, there's a whole bunch of crazy shit coming out of that. So, I'm, I'm like, oh, really yeah, not, wait waiting that. to see how this all plays out. But, oh, oh that, that studio's bankrupt. Yeah, we're going to have some problems <laughs> here. Well, my brother asked me, he goes, do you think they're going to finish that movie? I'm like, it depends on what comes out with this investigation. But I'm mm-hmm. pretty certain they were pretty far into it. So, they're just going to finish it up. Right. Plus... Now you got a lot of publicity behind it. Oh, you, you got to release it at that yeah. point. I mean, look what happened with the crow when Brandon Lee died. Yeah, that's you true. could not have not released yeah, the fucking crow. I mean, it went, it went. That became just. I mean, the first one was a cult classic, but then it just became almost supernatural. Right. Yeah. After that, well, everything, every movie after the crow was crap because yeah. you didn't have Brandon Lee in well, it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. he literally poured his heart <laughs> and soul into that movie. Sure did. <laughs> Feels wow, like a piece bad. of him is still in this movie. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's really we're fucked gonna, up. I should get away from that right now. <laughs> oh man, no. I, I, like I said, there, with westerns having taken such a hiatus, I truly am a firm believer that within the next five years, it's starting is going to start to saturate the market more and more yeah. with westerns. I can't wait. I mean, they're going to they're doing a uh, cowboy bebop, yeah, live action with with uh, yeah, John Cho, yeah, right, yeah. I want to see if if. If they can pull all those off, then yeah, westerns are going to make a nice comeback. Yeah, no, and I think it's I think it's you know about time, right? I mean, because you know last go round of good westerns, you know before uh, Django, um, you look at you know Unforgiven, uh, Open Range, Open Range. Yeah, they were sporadic those. over yeah. the nineties and the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. I would say in the eighties is when the westerns kind of really truly died down for right. quite some time, and then right. we've had sporadics. Right. But I think we're going to start to. I mean, the sixties and seventies were just oh, chock, chock full, full of westerns. Spaghetti westerns were the thing. Yeah. Man. Well, and then you got fucking yeah. Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That's such a great movie, awesome. dude. I, it was funny too because I uh, I quoted that movie the other day, right? Me and my brother were walking in somewhere, Excuse and I, me while I pulled I, this thing, out. I told him I was like, I was like, huh? Where are the white women at? And he just <laughs> looks at me with like this utter horror on it's his like, face. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a movie. I was like, it's Blazing Saddles, man. Yeah. You never seen Blazing Saddles? No. I'm like, God. oh shit. <laughs> Wait, how old are you again? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a but I, I do truly believe westerns are gonna. Start coming back in some force, and yeah. what you know the way westerns back in the day were phenomenal. I mean the the production designs and everything around them were great, right? But with the way visuals and stuff are now, you're not gonna be able to tell a fucking buddy, difference between buddy. real life and yeah, what you know they're doing on those sets. You're right. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be insanely awesome. You know, it's like you said, like we talked about before. You know, those type of genres, westerns, the old monster movies, right? Stuff like that, making a comeback with. With the technology you have. And the next movie we're going to do is Dune. I've been waiting for that remake for years, you know, right. since I saw the first one. Yeah. And it's everything. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That's going to be everything. a fun talk. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a long talk, too. That's, yeah. There's a lot to unpack no with that one. But the. Um, oh, shit. You made me lose my train of thought. Uh, I know. It's not often you derail me like that. You have derailed. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of hope there's more, like in this movie, mm-hmm. like more, like a sequel or something, because it kind of yeah. ends on a little bit of a 
Almost everybody dies on the bad guy side, right? Yes. Except one individual. Yeah. And it's the baddest motherfucker around that survives. Well, we can tell him who it is. Yeah, Regina, Regina King, King survives. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that was a cool fight scene between her and Zazie Oh, Beats. my goodness. They right. went they went ham. Oh, that was a cat fight yeah. from hell. Like, they beat <laughs> yeah, the was. shit out of each other. And it was cool. They they fought in, like, that dying area. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of why I enjoyed this movie so much, because it was so colorful. Like, when yes. you watch Westerns, they don't have very much color to them usually, right? right? It's just She's plain like almost wood. a sepia yeah. type deal, you know? It, there's not much to it. In this one, there was so much color, and they fought in that dying little factory yeah. they had. And there was like those pools of color. I'm like, damn, this is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, no doubt. They whooped the living shit out of mm. each other. I was like, okay. Like, I knew she didn't die, because right. all she did she was hit her with her a out. fucking yeah. piece of, like, two by four or four by four or something. Just yeah. beat the shit out of her. I was like... That's a bad woman. Like yeah. you need to put a bullet in her head mm-hmm. and walk away. Yeah, she. Then when at the end, treacherous Trudy. Yeah, yeah. When Delray Lindo and Cuffy were going this way, and Jonathan Majors and Zazie Beats were going the other way, and then it pans back and she's standing on a hill watching them. I was with like, her hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all fucked up. Damn, damn. fucked up. Woo, with that bolo hat. <laughs> yeah, that fucking hat. Dang out. Yeah, yeah man. I, I hope we get more of this. Oh, I, I do too. I'm surprised that. Netflix pushed this out into theaters the way they did. They must have really kind of like, all right, we can probably this is definitely a, a theater money. release one. Yeah, I think it and and you know what? If it's hard to get people to go to movies like this in the theater. Right. Uh because, you know, you're gonna see it on Netflix. Yeah, within but a couple weeks. I yeah. will I will definitely to anybody who's listening now push to say go see it in the theater. Yeah. Definitely. It, it needs to be seen there. Yeah. It's a good one. It yeah, that's what I told my friend at work. She's like is it on Netflix? I'm like, and I looked up. I was like, oh, apparently it's not until November 3rd. She's like, should I go see it in theaters? I'm like, yeah, you probably should go see this one in theaters. Yeah. Like, definitely it's, worth it's a, a good one. Definitely worth a viewing in theaters. Right. Crowds aren't heck, packed there. Obviously. Yeah. No, no. Shit, it's, in any movie you go to, the crowds are never completely it's not full. packed. I mean, uh, how Dune was pretty good. When I went to Thursday night preview for Dune, it wasn't packed, packed, mm-hmm. but it was pretty solid. I think right. the most packed I've seen a theater was for shang Shang chi yeah yeah Yeah. and that'll probably be the same thing for eternals i think so too so i mean any marvel Marvel studios the marvel squad will brave the bond was fairly (laughs) packed but not nothing crazy but i also saw that on a sunday i did too so i didn't get to go see it on thursday night premiere i I saw it saturday you saw it yesterday yeah. yeah so well score it dude i'm giving it i'll give it an eight four yeah i thought it was good it was really good yeah, I'm right there with you. I'll give it an eight four two. That's yeah. uh yeah, definitely solid. Music was cool. Little like I said, a little over much for me at times because it's kinda hard to go into that mindset of, you know, watching a western and having hip hop playing here. Right, right. But it was cool. Yeah. Uh, the colors were amazing. Yes. The cast was amazing. Oh. The action was fucking bloody and yes. on point. Like yes, they domed. Production some quality was seriously amazing. On point. Yeah. 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 It was it was like when I say the the towns are colorful, they weren't so colorful they were distracting. Yeah, it wasn't Willy it Wonka. It was just enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Uh, Oompa Loompa. Um, shit. Some six shooters. <laughs> it wasn't so colorful that it distracted from you. It just you're like, oh, okay, like cool. We're in a western town, and then it's, your eye starts to catch little details. Right. But when they go to the white town and then come back, you're like, okay, okay. holy fuck, these are yeah. some really colorful places yes. compared to yes. that. It's, it's pretty cool, man. I'm telling you, that was the funniest that fucking funny thing I've seen shit. in a while. It's a white town. And then they show that damn town. On, I'm like, oh my god. 
cracked up. It was in fucking like White Sands, New Mexico. Yeah, everybody dude. in there was cracking up, man. I mean, and it was a pretty mixed group. Uh, you know, I wish I could have seen this movie in a bigger good. crowd yeah. because laughing, being the only person laughing in a the theater when other people are in it, yeah, it's a little it's uncomfortable. Little okay. I mean, if I would have been the only person in the theater. I'd have probably been busting and got out loud. Come on, that shit's funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious. I wanted you know? to say something. Oh, speaking of which, after the movie was over, uh-huh. they were looking to see who was in the theater. And right. the lady stood up and all the lights were on and she finally saw me in the back and she just smiles and waves. I was like, <laughs> yeah, hi. Like, it's okay. Way, way to fuck this up for me. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I was so stoked to have an opening night movie to myself. Yeah, I, you know, when I bought my ticket for today, because I went and saw it today, um, there was... Nobody had bought tickets yet. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to get this one to myself. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, playing next to the, the the theater next to me was Dune. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it was, you know, you could hear. Yeah, it's loud. It's loud. It is obnoxiously is loud. amazing, though. Yeah. It is. No. There's there's no such thing as obnoxiously loud. There's points where like it's that. like just, obse- well, it depends on where you sit, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've seen it twice now. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that when we talk about the Dune. But right. It's funny because you want to tell your story. Oh yeah, so I'm I'm watching you know this movie, you know, Heart of They Fall, and I say, oh, it ends. I go, hey, I'll go over into the Dune Theater. I'm like, you know, nobody's gonna care. Right. Just walk walk in a little bit, and I'm standing there for a little bit, catching a little bit of that, and I go, ah, time to go. You know, just walk out, and <laughs> of course, who's in that theater? <laughs> Me and my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top row, son. <laughs> man, oh man. Dude, I'm telling you, if, uh, I, if the movie would have ended and I would have seen you standing there, I would have fucking hilarious. lost it. I would have just died. Oh my gosh. We got okay. to stop running to each other <laughs> yeah, like this. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh man. But, oh shit. That's going to be a fun one to do. Oh, it is. All right. So yeah, man. Uh, go see this. Go yeah, see this. Definitely. Go see this. It is, you Enjoy know. Enjoy it too. Enjoyable. Yeah. It is really enjoyable for everybody. Right. You know? I tell you what, I really, I'm really starting to appreciate. I've always appreciated this, obviously, but now they're really starting to push this more and more forward. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it more and more. Is the entire black cast, the entire right. Asian cast, stuff like right. that? Like it's just like great. This is this is phenomenal. Like it's yeah. cool, and it doesn't. You know, like people are always like, oh, I can't relate to any of these characters. It's like, no, Why? you can. Like, if you can't relate yeah. to these people, then you're you're really not open minded at all. Yeah, right? exactly. Because I mean, I you know. Obviously, we've had entire white casts right. many, many times for many, many years. Right. So, I mean, it's like, okay, you can open your mind to it. Yep. I mean, we've done it for ages. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, looking at that and looking at, you know, like you said, entire black, Asian, Asian Hispanic yeah. yep. cast, whatever, you know, hey, yeah, I'm, look at it. I've been enjoying what we've been getting lately. Yeah, more exactly. more. It's, it's It's a nice, great change of pace. The cultural diversity in casts are getting is, is really great. good. Like, I'm really looking yeah. forward to Eternals because it's such a diverse cast. Yeah, itself. man. I think they, like they said, I think purposely, like, like we talked about before, because of the nature of the Eternals. Right. They picked a cast from every, basically every corner of the world. Right. Because this is kind of how, you know the celestial set it up yeah you know so no I, yeah. i'm really stoked for that cool. and i like like i said i didn't even realize how predominant the black cast was until about halfway through the movie <laughs> i'm like oh fuck well that's when the blazing sales line came in my head yeah. i was like where are the white women at 
man. I loved it. It was so good, dude. I'm I'm so stoked about that movie. It was yeah, so much fun. I, I can't wait till it's on Netflix and I can show my wife it. So me too. I want to. I definitely want to watch it again. Yeah. It's, it's like you said. Uh, I think maybe prior to this. It is in one of the top, you know, four or five westerns. Westerns, yeah, yeah certainly. Which I was not expecting that. At yeah, I all. didn't either. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, okay, because like I said, I'd seen Posse with you know Mario Van Peebles right. earlier in my lifetime, and it was like, okay, that was cool. Right. But it was like, you know, it, was tr- it almost tried too hard to accomplish what this did accomplish. See, that's what I think the glory of this movie is: is it didn't take itself so seriously, right? But it took itself serious enough in the parts that it needed to. Bam. That it Bam. It, it flowed yeah. just perfectly. Yes. Yes, I agree. Like I said, it's a little disorienting at first, like the jumps and yeah, some of the, stuff, yeah, but once you get used stuff. to it, it's like it's a fucking fun ride. Mm-hmm. It is, really. But cool, man. All right. Well, ready for next time? I am. All right. Until next time. Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.